Hello and welcome to episode 45 of the Niche to Profit Show here on the Vegas Video Network. Woohoo! Wow, we have quite the ambitious audience here today. <laughs> you missed me. I wasn't here last week. Couldn't press any of those weird sound effect buttons or anything. Yeah. Yes, there's our cow. Yes, I was in Philadelphia. Uh, speaking at the SCO conference, uh, which is always really, really fun because, well, it's Amazon sellers. And here I come in, you know, telling the wonders of eBay and, and it's always fun. I love it. Yeah, no, you know, but it always, it goes over really, really well because here's the thing, you guys, you got to have a brand. You got to have your presence other than just, you know, here's how I put it. If you are just sending stuff into Amazon, you're basically just working for Amazon, right? So if you really, really want to be an entrepreneur and do this and build this business, that's what I preach. That's what I talk about. Um, so that's what I did. And and we're going to talk a bit about that today because the question came in uh, while I was up on stage of, you know, what what is this future of e-commerce? What do we do about all this competition? So that is our topic today. We're going to get pretty heavy in that. And I have a really exciting announcement. I have just been bursting to tell you guys this. Um, I have I have something that is going to make your life not only easier, but more profitable. So stick around. Listen to that. Uh, we all want more profitable. Um, who am I? I am Danny Ackerman. I am the Danny app. I am your host here for the next hour. And uh, the reason they call me the Danny app is because of my nearly two decades in this online selling world and developing a brand where I don't have to pick up that darn smartphone and look everything up. I know what customers will pay. I know what they'll buy. And I can teach you that too. So you can be the app. And I help online sellers who are struggling with slow sales and discouragement and all that stuff, I can transform you from being an online yard sale to being a profitable e-commerce business. It's exciting stuff, you guys, and you are here to watch it take place. As we go through and you're going to see some listing transformations. What Sometimes it's just simple words. It's just simple things. You have to step out and Look in the eyes of someone else looking at this and, and get those little things. So uh, we're going to do that. We're going to look at some hot sales. We're going to look at some of those things that went really, really good. Uh, and we will show you those. And we were also going to play another game of pick it or pass it. And that is where I show you something out in its natural habitat, the thrift store. And you get to decide, did I pick it or pass it? And also learn something about the item uh, by... You know, having to do a little homework, figuring out what it is by the clues that I give you. And you got, yeah, there, yeah, there, there's, there's, oh, look, no, you cannot send in your entry now. It's too late. <laughs> but we're going to talk about these little goodies that I found. Oh, I, real quick, before we get into the topic, I have to tell you, this was a kind of a surreal experience. So a couple weeks ago, I had this massive yard sale. It was kind of my spring garage clean out. And I had a lot of pretty good stuff in there. Uh, you know me, I don't let stuff stay on the shelf. I thought it was good to begin with. It didn't sell. It goes back either yard sale or the auction or donated. If it's not worthy of the auction, then it'll it'll go get redonated. 
So I did that. A whole back of my car load was donation stuff at, at the local savers. And so I'm shopping the other night and I'm going through all the shelves. There was a large amount of stuff that was very familiar. <laughs> I did not use any of those for pick it or pass it because that really wouldn't be fair now, would it? Because I, I did both. Um, but yeah, it was just so funny seeing all of my stuff up there. Priced for higher than I had it at my yard sale. I still can't quite figure that one out, but it's okay. Uh, you know how you get attracted to the same stuff again? Because you thought it should have sold in the first place, but it is an ever-changing market. So so there you go. And uh, if you were watching live, you know there's this awesome little live chat room over here. And I'm watching you guys all start talking to each other over there and and uh, Tucson Teaks, Tucson Teaks. I, I happen to know that is one of my appsters. That is Linda Gonzalez down in Tucson. Hey, Linda, welcome to the show and to the chat. And we've got Mary Lou and and I got mom over there. Hey, mom, we're going to we're going to feature a couple of your listings on why won't they buy. So stay tuned for that. Oh, and look at Mr. Danny App is over there, too. OK, behave yourself over there, Mr. Danny App. He's been known to be naughty. <laughs> All right, let's jump into today's topic. So I, I am at this large convention and there are mostly the sellers there are medium to high range sellers. We were talking there's some, some million dollar sellers in the room. And uh, the question comes up as we're in there about competition. How are we going to be able to keep making money when everybody and his brother is jumping in on this and doing retail arbitrage and online arbitrage and and private labeling and sending all this stuff in? And here was my answer to that and, and what I will tell you guys. We are right now still in the infancy of e-commerce. I mean, it's still in its babyhood because, you know, there are generations who are not going to get online and buy stuff still. But as we progress, everybody's going to be buying online. I feel bad for the brick and mortars who don't understand that their stores could soon become more warehouse stock space uh, than people walking in the door. Even groceries, you guys, groceries are now like just getting delivered to your door. You order it online. So this is this is a transformation that is inevitable. It's taken place. We're living it. We're, you know, in the history books to come, they're going to laugh at how we used to actually walk in stores. Okay, e-commerce is going to be big. So, yes, you have a lot of people jumping into e-commerce. I am sure the people who came up with the shopping mall felt the same way. Oh my gosh, now everybody's opening a store in the mall. How am I going to compete? This is what makes or breaks you in retail. And, and make no mistake, retail has been around hundreds of years. Okay, who watched Little House on the Prairie, the mercantile? Granted, there was just one store in town, but, but... You watch that. Okay, yeah, I was hardcore little house on the prairie. We got to stay up late on Wednesday nights because little house on the prairie was on. Yes, I'm making my kids watch it too. But here's the thing. You would watch if there was a particular thing that it was really sought after, they would go into the next big town over to go get it. Competition has existed since the beginning of retail. So it's not about competition. 
what it is about, and especially for you online sellers, and what, and it, and I'm not going to say this is easy, okay? But if you can make yourself unique and stand out and do things differently than every other seller out there, you're going to excel. That is why for the last couple of years, and my appsters probably feel like I nag them to death on this, you have to have a niche. You just have to have a niche if you really want to take this to a, a, a huge level. Now, that huge level for you could be 100,000 or it could be a million or the sky is the limit. And that is what is totally exciting about this business is there are no limitations. You don't have to worry about expanding into multiple locations, physical locations anymore. You don't have to worry about all of that money you had to spend, you know, mailing out catalogs anymore. You guys know what I'm talking about. Do you know what it must have cost Sears to send out that big old wish book at Christmas time? Huge, yes. So you have this thing called the internet that is is just an amazing opportunity of things you can do both free with just some time investment and yes, paid. And even the paid stuff, I mean, the ROI now is, is oh, it just, it just makes me crazy how awesome it is, uh, the things you can do. And, and I get in trouble because I want to do it all. <laughs> I want to test it all. And so you have to be a little disciplined. But yes, so competition is always going to be there. Build a better, better mousetrap. Build a, and, and that's what we see. We see it. Over, there are shows on TV now that can even educate you. Come on, you guys. Who watches Shark Tank? And I'm looking at my chat here. here. Raise your hand if you watch Shark Tank. And now keep your hand up if you watch it for more than just entertainment. My gosh, I learned so much watching that show from how these products are developed, the steps they talk about, their their margins. And and there's so many things you can glean right off of that one hour show a week that can help you in your business. Those multimillionaire, billionaire sharks have got it figured out. And they are giving you all the clues so you can figure it out for your business. And yes, this, is a, this applies if you are an eBay seller. This applies if you are an Amazon seller. This is what's taking place right now. Innovating, coming up with new ways to get in front of your customers. Hello, that's why I'm here on the Vegas Video Network. Because I did spreecasts and, and podcasts and, and live streams through my own channel, doing that all myself, guess what? Along came all the competition out there that was teaching it. I wanted to do something different. And there you are. You guys are piled into the chat room to watch this show. So you always have to be thinking, 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 what can you do that's going to solve a problem for the customer differently than the other guys doing it? Otherwise, you're just selling commodities. You're just selling something that somebody's out there going, oh, where's the cheapest one? And you guys know how I feel about that. Do not be the cheapest. Don't want to deal with being the cheapest. Do you want to be the best one to solve that problem for your customers? Uh, those of you who are in the appsters, we've been uh, really working through this. And you're going to, they don't have the they don't have the videos yet. They're coming next week. Uh, but we've been doing a whole store remodel thing uh, in Utterly Good Stuff. So while they don't have the videos yet, you can still watch my store and watch this transformation taking place where now I don't want to just sell antiques and collectibles. 
I want to solve the problem of giving someone that conversation piece for their home. That's the market. That's what I figured out for my customers who's buying my stuff. They want something odd or beautiful or a centerpiece. So that's how I market it to them. So that's, that's really it, you guys. That's really it. And think about this too. This is, you know, gosh, I hate to admit that I'm that old. <laughs> I remember when microwaves came out, my grandmother, there was no way she was getting a microwave. Mm-mm. And and my grandma Mimi, she could cook. And I mean, she was one of those cooks who in the morning was already asking you what you wanted for dinner and planning the dinner meal and, and starting. Yeah, it's crazy. We don't we, we plan our meals about an hour ahead of time in my family. Uh, but that was Mimi. She was like always on top of it. So no way that microwave technology thing was coming into her home. Does anybody even have a home without a microwave now? They're like standard equipment. It's just there. And every year, the newer, better models with more bells and whistles. Pretty Well, actually, this may already exist. Isn't there one that you can just talk to it and say, you know, one minute and it'll start? Because if that's not there, it's going to be there soon. So that's what these companies doing things just come up with better and better ways. Okay, I'm going to get off my, my little soapbox on that one right now. Um, so some of the questions I got asked, um, I was asking the appsters, you know, if they had questions about the future of e-commerce. And um, one of the big heavy topics you guys are worried about is sales tax. So when we first started this eBay thing, we didn't have to worry about, you know, sales tax or being a business. I think pretty much it was, it was a new toy. It was something to play with. And now it's developed into these multiple six figures and million dollar businesses. And yeah, now it's serious stuff. You're being looked at by those entities that want a piece of that money. And, and truthfully, and the question, and let me just say, Matt asked this question, is, uh, is, is sales tax coming regardless of that's Matt's sound effect there? Chainsaw Matt. Uh, sales tax coming regardless of the state that you sell the item to. So so right now it's basically, uh, so I'm in Nevada. If I sell something to a customer in Nevada, I need to collect sales tax and then I need to pay that sales tax quarterly. If I sell something in New York or Pennsylvania, I don't have to collect sales tax. So there's this big thing coming and Amazon sellers are already feeling it. Um, you guys, go back and listen to the episode that I had with um, Taxjar, and I'm not sure which one that is. It, it was, um, and Scott's going to look it up. Uh, we had Taxjar on because that's predominantly what they deal with. They help for that whole thing with you have Nexus in another state, which is if your items are in a warehouse, you know, in another state over, and it sells out of that warehouse, you're technically uh, needing to pay a sales tax. So they manage it. Episode 34. There we go. Uh, episode 34. So we deal with the sales tax thing a lot. But here's here's my thought on it. So the answer, Matt, yes, it's inevitable. It's inevitable. Because what we have done over the course of the last two decades is taken revenue out of the states because people are no longer just going to their local store and paying sales tax. So it would stand to reason that it's coming at some point when they figure out how to do it we're going to end up paying a, an online sales tax. I 
And I actually don't have a problem with it. I don't have a problem with it as, as long as they just make it easy to deal with. Give me a flat sales tax across the board for online sales. I'm hoping is what happens. Um, but it's coming. We're not going to be able to fight it. It, because it's revenue and and it's no longer a secret that there's lots of money changing hands through online sales. So yeah, prepare yourself. It's coming. It's coming. Um, but hopefully, you know, and, and, and this is the cool thing. Anytime something like that happens, we get these these nerdy guys go out there and build some app or, you know, software that manages it for us. It's a beautiful thing. Um, so... Let me, before I run out of time to talk about it, uh, tell you where I feel that the e-commerce experience is going. And well, actually, I'm just going to lead the charge on this. So I keep hearing antiques, antiques is dead. Nobody wants antiques anymore. You know, don't open an antique store because, yeah, nobody's going to buy that stuff. Oh, pahooey, pahooey. They are buying it. Yeah, pick a sound effect for that one. <laughs> He's trying to find one over there. <laughs> Bahui. <laughs> yeah, ow. Okay. Antiques. The word, the 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 idea of something being antique unless it's, you know, this like, oh my gosh, you found this, you know, $10,000 item for a dollar at the store. Antiques as we know them, are kind of going out of vogue. But, and I have I have two daughters that fit into this age range of, it is now about how cute it is. Oh, look at that. It would fit so good in that little bathroom that I have. I, both of my daughters are fighting over this cute little wrought iron chair, vanity chair I have in my bathroom. That's an antique. They don't care that it's an antique. They care that it's cute. People are never going to stop buying things for their homes in whatever style is out there that is trending and, you know, the designers are telling them they need to have and the magazines are telling them they need to have and the TV shows are telling them they need to have. They're going to keep shopping for that stuff. All right. Otherwise, nobody would be selling anything antique collectible. It's the way it's marketed is changing. And that, my friends, is uh, something that I have racked my brain for the last couple of years, how can I bring this this antique mall idea? Because you guys know that know me know I love the retail space for antiques. I love being in part of an antique mall. I have managed an, an antiques and estate auction. Antiques are not dead. You can still sell antiques, but how do you maximize that experience for customers? Well, let me tell you what's happening and what you guys, because you're smart and you're watching this show and you're joining the Appsters, can be a part of. So we are opening a uh, an antiques and collectibles. I like I like the word co-op better than mall. Okay, because really that's what we're doing. It isn't just we're not just going to rent you a, a mall space. We are going to cooperatively make this an amazing experience for customers walking in the door that are looking for that sought after collectible or something to decorate their home with. What all of the antique malls in this area fail to realize for some reason is that 
there are 42 million people who visit this city every year. Those people are probably traveling with one suitcase. So they may walk into that antique mall, pass the time. And, and I know this is happening for a fact because I, I would talk to customers in my booth. They would find something. They loved it. They would love to take it home, but they had no way to get it there. So number one, we're going to have a full shipping department in the back. We're going to take care of those travelers. We're going to ship it for them. Oh, no, wait, wait. it gets better. So they need to be able to find the item that they're looking for in this mall, right? How many of you have gone? You really need that, you know, I don't know. You need that that Disney covered wagon thing that was only available for a short time. And you've got this huge, you know, tens of thousands square feet mall and you don't have time to go through all of it. What if you could just walk up, punch in your search, come back with something that told you if it was in the mall where it was or, and this is where all of you, no matter where you are, can benefit from this. What if you were online and you had this item and this customer could now get tapped into finding that item and and you are the one who ships it to their door. That is what we're going to do, my friends. So, um... Appsters are going to be my my preferred eBay selling providers who are now going to be able to, to tap into the software that we're going to have for our customers who are looking for those certain items and, and we'll be able to fulfill that whether you have the item in our store or not. The other beautiful thing is the data that is going to be collected. So as I started this whole segment talking about how you you have to know where the trends are going, you have to know what your customers want, you have to know what people are looking for, and the words they're typing in to get them, we are going to be a data-collecting machine in the antiques and collectibles world. And our dealers and our eBay sellers that are tapped in are all going to benefit from that. So uh, this is... Um, this has been a, a, a long, long time coming into fruition, um, but we finally got the pieces in place where I could make the announcement. It's happening. Uh, so be watching for more information. Um, I'm going to be talking about this in my newsletter. If you're not on my newsletter, head over to niche2success.com and go download the 10 ways eBay is better than Amazon. That gets you on my newsletter, by the way. Um, go do that. Stay tuned. Here's the other beautiful thing, because I am always nagging you guys about niche. So you clothing sellers or you people who tear apart lawnmowers and, uh, you know, shoe sellers, things that are just not in your niche, but you find them, you see them, you have somebody wants you, you know, even to sell that for them. Guess what? You now have an outlet to get the best money for that item without having to do the work because, oh, yes, we're going to do eBay fulfillment. So you need to get that stuff out of your house. We'll take care of it. We're going to have a whole fulfillment center for eBay sellers. I'm telling you guys, I am so excited about this. So excited because I am going to help you guys take this niche thing to the next level and be more profitable and be part of something really cool that is uh, something nobody else has done or is doing. So there you go. Yeah, now I'm getting now I'm getting you guys excited over in the chat. There you're going eBay fulfillment. Sweet. Yes, you can have your guest room back. Yes, 
your husband can park in the garage again. Yes, yes. We're going to solve that problem. Yes. It's a beautiful thing. So that is the big announcement. That is what's happening. I am super excited about all the pieces coming together. And and I'm holding the name back for now because we're still in the trademark process. So uh, as soon as soon as all the ink is dried, you guys will be the first to know, of course. We're getting all the legalities in place. Uh, there's a lot to it, which is terrifying and exciting all at the same time, which is called being an entrepreneur, right? There you go. So if you guys want to get in on this, you want to be my my beta eBay fulfillment people, now is the time Jump into the the Niche to Profit Academy. It is a whopping $9.99 a month, and you're going to get your first month free if you use the code SHOW30. And it's so much more than just being in on this network. I am going to help you guys make more money with the listings you already have up. We have webinars that will guide you through all those things that are causing you frustration. We just did one yesterday. So my appsters already kind of knew about this announcement, but we just did one yesterday on inventory management. So, and how all the inventory pieces of this business are going to come together. So if you want to, you want to come listen to that, come join the appsters show 30, go to niche to profit academy.com and we'll be right back. At neon brand, we take care of all your online marketing. We build websites, perform search engine optimization, run social media campaigns, and produce high quality photos and videos. We look at it like we're a one-stop shop for all your online marketing needs. We pride ourselves on quality work. Every website we build gets the utmost attention to detail and uses the latest in code and technology in order to ensure that your site stays relevant for the long term. Social media takes constant monitoring and engagement, and we have just the team to handle it for you. A killer video or photo shoot will take your product or service to a whole nother level. Don't believe me? Three words. Dollar Shave Club. Google it. If you're looking to get more customers through the internet, give us a call. We'll set up a free consultation and review your business needs and then decide on a plan that will help you accomplish your online marketing goals. I'm Kenny, this is Neon Brand, and we're here to help you succeed online. All right, let's do a little why won't they buy. And I see, so Sandra over in the chat is saying, uh, is the I'm interested form up yet? Yeah, Sandra, so that is the first place. Sandra's one of my appsters. Uh, that is the first place it's going to be posted is over in our uh, appster super secret Facebook group. So uh, as soon as I get home, I will get that posted. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I am getting those lined up. I, we've had several come in already. And um, the so there is going to be both the in-person booths and then there's going to be the send stuff in. So send stuff in, we're pretty good. Um, but if you want an in-person booth, you're definitely going to want to fill out that form and, and get it into me because we're we're going to go through those. So, um, oh, I did. Yes, yes. So so Matt is pointing out that I did put an application form in there to, to show interest. Yes, Chainsaw Matt. And so that's already over in the Appster's file section. I am actually going to add some more information to that, too, and, and uh, give you some more of these details that we went over in the last couple of days if you're an Appster. All right. All right. She says she wasn't looking in the right place. Yeah. we got, You know, it's so there's the Niche to Profit Facebook group, which you guys should all be in. And then I have my super secret members only group. OK, 
Okay. Once you become an appster, you also become part of that community. It's a beautiful thing. All right. Why won't they buy? This is a stamped cross stitch kit. Color text vintage piece on earth hoop. I don't know. So this is mom's. Everybody say hi, mom. That is Granny Square over in the chat. Hey, mom, how long has this been listed? She can give us some details. Um, so first thing I would do is the way people are searching for these cross-stitch kits is they're not usually knowing what the name of the kit is, unless it's some like really sought after one. What they're doing is they know what they want on it. So in this case, it's got a church. So I would add, she says, no idea, long time. Uh, that's too long then. <laughs> so it, it says peace on earth with a church. Uh, so I would change up that title. And, and, and if it's been a long time, end it, sell similar. So you want to just, you don't want to just revise. You want to go make it a totally new listing and make this stamped cross-stitch kit. Okay. So there's four good words in a phrasing that is what uh, people are putting in to find their next craft, right? So then the next word I'd have after that is church, stamped, cross-stitch kit, church, peace on earth, vintage color text. Put those at the end. We want those there. They're important, but they're not as important as that first information. Uh, so I would actually, uh, I looked up color text. It is not a, a very expensive brand in, in these kits. Uh, and most that I saw were selling in the $10 to $15 range. There was one that sold for $24.95. But again, if it hasn't sold, this obviously isn't one of those $24.95 ones. So um, needs Christmas. Okay, you guys are saying it needs Christmas in the title. Very good. Uh, that's also peace on earth. Duh, that's Christmas, right? So yeah, so this would be a Christmas stamped cross stitch kit with a church. Um, so I would drop that price below 20. So uh, 1999, 1998, 1997, whatever you like your little 90, whatever to be, uh, don't make it a flat 20, bring it just under 20. And uh, I think that will help get this sold. Expect to get closer to 15 bucks on this with the free shipping built in and, and the shipping first class, not going to be a big deal. Um, pictures are great. My mom knows how to put that gallery image as like the one that really pops. And so um, pictures are great. I think, um, oh, one thing I did want to point out and why I picked this listing too, is you see here in the uh, condition, it says, though previously owned, new unused condition and original package, blah, blah, blah. Here's what I'm telling you guys. Hit them with the best words first, okay? So in this case, I would say, like new, um, and if it's new in the package, I'm going to question why you have it listed as used. So if it's a new, it's new. Um, it can be new old stock, still it's new, if it's, especially for a needle craft that hasn't been used, it's new. And somebody may not even be looking for a used, they may, they might filter out used. So if it's truly new, put it as new. Uh, if it has been opened, then of course you do need to say it's used. But if it's all there, it's like new, say like new. But hit them with the best words first. I always say excellent condition. Or even if it has a little bit of damage, I say good condition. Then I list what the damage is. 
you don't want to tell them right off the bat there's an issue like it's a psych, it's a psychology thing we're not being deceptive i don't want decept you have to tell them if it's got issues but you know how the brain works you get hit with the first though previously owned nobody may have read the new unused they thought uh you know sounds like it's going to be bad so just just hit them with the good words first but i but i actually just yeah if it's new tell them it's new so we'll see if we can get that one that one sold for you mom maybe couple more months before people start thinking about Christmas. You guys know it'll be here before we know it. You know that, right? Christmas. Okay. I pulled another one of moms because this is a good teaching item here. So this is actually uh, an item that is created and, and made by my mother. She has recorded uh, herself playing the piano with a lot of the really old time favorite songs. And she actually goes to assisted living homes and nursing homes and does what she calls sing alongs, where she plays these songs that that have meaning to these people and and they sing along and play instruments. And it's and it's really a fun, beautiful thing. So she has the CD that my brother helped her make called and, and it's Sing You Seniors. Uh, Now, the problem with listing those as the first words in this listing is that people probably have no idea who Sing You Seniors is. They don't know. They don't know how awesome it is. So what are they searching for? They are searching for sing-along CDs. That's what they're searching into the, the little search query looking for what they want. So what you need to title this is Sing Along Songs CD. Sing Along Songs CD. That's what people are looking for. Then you can tell them it's original piano recordings. So that's what's going to get this in the eyes of the best customers. Um, It says there's only two available. I happen to know mom has more than two available. (laughs) Um, But... Yeah, and and they're classic songs. Now, unfortunately, eBay has a filter for a type of music. They don't have anything for this type of music, I found. It's really crazy. Um, But yeah, these are, I mean, these are the oldies. These are the stuff a lot of us, you know, grew up on. Harbor Lights, Stardust, Tennessee Waltz. I had to learn all this stuff on the guitar when I'd go do these sing-alongs with her. So... Yeah. So so Scott's pointing out to me in my in my little headphones here that it's not actually original music. So you may want to take that completely out of the equation. Um, it is it is just recorded piano music to the classic songs. Um, yep. Good point. Good point. We don't want to get mom in trouble. Um, as far as quantity, and this is what I teach you guys, is if you have a hundred of something, you don't want to say you have a hundred of something. There needs to be that little bit of um, urgency by the limited amount. Uh, so in this case, she sold 10 of them. And it says she has two available. Now, it's getting close to being like if those two sold, you don't want to completely sell out. But what you can do is now go in there, revise, and say you have five of them. 
Okay. Cassini also really loves these percentages. This is another reason you want to do multi-quantity listings whenever possible, because when you do sell one, two, three of say 10, that's going to be a lot better than selling one, two, three of say 100. Uh, and that's going to bring you up in the searches a lot better. Yep. And now we're waiting for mom to do volume two. Volume two is should be coming soon to a eBay store near you. So, uh, and mom, up your price. I looked at sing-along sing music CDs. 30 bucks is not uncommon. So uh, $29.95. They can always make you an offer for the lower amount, but $29.95, you put a lot of work and time and effort, and, and this is something they can't get anywhere else. This is only available through you. So up that price. Yep, 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 yep. All right. How about we look at some hot sales? <laughs> Had to throw a little whip in there. All right. We've got Amy Alexander Kagi bought this doll at the same auction as a her big seller from last week. Um, you guys know we run a thread over in the Niche to Profit Facebook group every Sunday. It's Hot Sale Sunday where I only pick out a couple for the show. There are oodles of examples of the stuff that's going for good money and you can see what those sellers did right. Okay, so she paid $25. Uh, she says some of these dolls, this doll artist dolls have sold for over $1,000. So she started her auction at 199 Notice she didn't start it at 999 She started at 199 which if this is a $1,000 doll, that's a smoking deal. And if it sells for $199, it's still a big ka-ching in the profit margin section. So uh, good job on that. She was missing a bow from her hair and a few accessories. So she's very pleased with the ending price of $770. Oh, that is what I love about eBay is those profit margins. You're not going to have that happen over on Amazon. You're just not going to be able to buy something for $25 and sell it for $770. And, and, and make no mistake, you can do this consistently on eBay. Consistently, you can get these margins that uh, retail stores go, huh? They're happy to get double what they paid for something. All right. I love my Scooby-Doo sound. How about... <laughs> This cracks me up. You know, we were talking about, you know, microwaves and technology. Guys, just plug your ears on this one. Ladies, you're going to laugh because you remember these. All right. So there are collectors of everything out there. Mary Van Rennes. <laughs> I know I got scotted by you're going, what? <laughs> yes, yes. The good old days. This, uh, she, she paid a dollar on the last day of an estate sale. Hello, this sold for $28. Yeah, and there and there was a bidding war. It is a vintage modest sanitary panty feminine napkin holder. <laughs> also an example of new old stock and how she listed it as new. I'm telling you, 
People fight over this stuff because really this is the stuff that's going to be in museums at some point. This is the stuff that's like they're going to go, oh, my gosh, you used to have to do that. Yes, yet it has not always been a pretty world, Scott. I'm, yeah, the things that we have had to go through as women, I am telling you. You wonder why we're so damn strong, bullheaded, and all that stuff. Here's another one. This is again. This is Mary. I know. Is this awesome or what? Paid a dollar last day of the estate sale. Listed a fourteen ninety five auction with bin for nineteen ninety five. Sold nineteen ninety five. Bin is buy it now and and here's one thing i would tell you mary don't leave money on the table you do not have to offer free shipping on auctions those people fully intend to pay the shipping based on their location charge shipping make a few extra bucks on those auctions absolutely but yeah you guys this stuff is that this is the throwaway stuff at the estate sales that nobody wants keep your eyes open this is good stuff that's a good set. And that was a, another vintage Modest Contour Sanitary Napkin Belt. New old stock. Holy smokes. You you know what they have now? You don't freaking need the the that stuff. They, it's just underwear. It's just underwear now. It's crazy. I don't know. We won't go too far off course on the show. But this is this is the times. I you know those Jetsons cartoon writers are they're making this stuff now. It's happening. All right. Last but not least, <laughs> this is from uh, Do Do Sue Dlask Howard. Not a big sale. Bought with a bunch of other Barbie clothes. Was at an auction. Got outbid on a lot of Barbie clothes was leaving and someone followed, asked if I wanted to buy his mother's Barbie stuff because they'd seen her bidding. The smart eBay sorcerer that she is said, oh, well, of course. Uh, it was in their trunk. She paid $125 and made that back and has still half of it left to sell. Um, so there you go. Now she says what's interesting is this particular outfit and here let me blow it up a little so you can see i should have done that with the last ones too because scott loved those last two listings so much (laughs) this 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 got sold to the academy film archive in california I'm telling you, there are all sorts of people shopping on eBay. eBay is the place where they're looking for this unique, can't find it anywhere else, except when they come out to Vegas and come to Danny's new antique mall. Yeah, yeah. Uh, But yeah, this is great stuff. And it was even missing the shoes. Missing the shoes. Still got 15 bucks. Barbie clothes can be a big deal. Big deal. All right. Good job, you guys. Come over, join the Niche to Profit Facebook group where we have the thread running, as I said, every Sunday You can see oodles and oodles of hot sales and be looking for new ideas for things you can sell. All right, we'll be back for some Pick It or Pass It. Meet Lucy. Lucy's an eBay seller and she needs to sell more stuff. But Lucy has a problem. She's frustrated with slow sales and confusing changes eBay keeps making. So Lucy searches online for a solution, how to make more money on eBay. And she discovers the Niche to Profit Academy. 
real-time help for struggling eBay sellers. Step-by-step, easy-to-follow solutions. Help when you need it so you can focus on selling more stuff. Problem solved. Now Lucy can list with confidence and make more money. Simply come join at nichetoprofitacademy.com and start increasing your sales and feeling less confused. nichetoprofitacademy.com. Use the code SHOW30 for a free 30-day trial. No, mom didn't do that one. I found that one online. All right. My favorite part of the show is pick it or pass it. Uh, this is so much fun because not only do I get to go just take goofy pictures at the thrift store and have people look at me like I'm crazy, but I get to teach you stuff. So first, what can you win? Well, let me tell you. We have our Niche to Profit Show tote bag. These have been very popular. Uh, so if you have been waiting on one of these, I just got them back in and it will be on its way shortly. We have, oh yes, we have the Niche to Profit coffee mug, sans cash cow in insert. You don't get my cash cow. Yes, but you you can get this very coveted coffee mug. And what does it look like when you win one of these prizes? Do, do we have our little gallery up? Look at there. We have, this is Matt's workstation. There we go. It's working out nicely. And there we go. Marie with her tote. And her, yes, you can win more than once and collect the whole array. And there's my cue. My sideways my cue. We gotta, we gotta, we gotta fix your pick, Mike, and we gotta we gotta get you. Yeah, you know. We'll talk. All right. Uh you can also win a 25-point business review from moi. And this is where I go through your business piece by piece and cover all of these little goodies from, I mean, your branding, your messaging, how you're looking out on social media, how it's all connecting from the perspective of a buyer. So you can choose that too. All right. So last week we had these, uh, they are actually called primitive, they're wood cookie molds, but the, oops, the, <laughs> Oh, I just killed Scott's ears over there. Uh, they are uh, Springerly, and I don't know if that's the correct way to say it, but that's how it's spelled. Springerly, and that's the word I was looking for, and most of you got it. A couple of you didn't quite get that word, but um, listen to those clues, you guys, because I'm going I'm to, I'm really proud of myself with this week's clues, by the way. You're going to like this one this week, uh, but here they are. So obviously, you know, the answer is that I did indeed pick them. Here they are. And they were just laying there on the shelf, just like that, in the little area with all the wood stuff. Uh, so uh, they were about five bucks a piece. And let me just show you. These are completed searches on eBay. Now, some of these are quite intricate and extensive, and that's not what these are. So I'm not going to get those big, big prices, but you can yeah, can see here. Now, not only was this one $89, but there's $42 of shipping they threw in there, too. Yeah, these originated in Germany, 
Uh, and there's a whole process of the actual little cookie thing that they make with these. It was quite interesting. See, here, here's one very similar to, to one that I have. I mean, not quite as, as big. But, yeah, these go for some pretty good money. So be on the lookout for these wood springerly cookie molds. Right? Get an idea there. So let me get my little magic covered wagon here. And start putting your names in there. Those of you who entered, you even had an extra week this week to get those entries in. You did good. So Brenda Little, I believe you picked those Springerly wooden cookie molds. They're handsome pieces that they are. You are in there twice. Yes, you can. You have two chances to get into the bucket here. One, if you said whether I picked it or passed it correctly. And then the other, if you identified the item. Uh, so you guys, even if you don't know what it is, guess whether I picked it or passed it. You got a 50-50 chance of being right. Takes like 10 seconds to send that email. Uh, Deanna Campbell, Springerly Wooden Cookie Molds. Put as a lot, I think these could get over $50. So I think Danny picked them. Yeah, I'm going to do them individual. In fact, they're going up on Sunday. I'm, I'm doing them as auctions first. So auctions. And then if they don't sell on auction for the price I start them at, I think I'm going to start them like 20 bucks a piece on auction. Marina Montenegro. And I love this. I love you guys when you do this. She says, Marina, like where you park a boat. Thank you. Because then I know how to say your name. Uh, these are carved wood cookie or springerly molds. They look primitive. So I think that's a picket. Every one that I have listed sold quickly, some for more than others. They're especially nice and probably valuable. Yay, Marina. Yeah, you guys, I'm really, really bad at it pronouncing names. So if you can give me the phonetics, I'm good. I like that. Katerina, wooden primitive hand-carved candy cookie mold, speculas, springerly, a butter cheese stamp. She covered all the bases there. Danny picked it. Yes, I did. Uh, Marissa Varney, Danny picked up these vintage or antique wooden Dutch springerly cookie molds. Indeed, I did. Two entries for Marissa. John Mommers. And John, I just found out, is in Australia. So we we do have the international appsters as well. Oh. Was that was that supposed to be a kangaroo? Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. That's why you get the big bucks, Scott. Mm, keep it up. All right. <laughs> These are shortbread or speculous molds, mostly Dutch or German in origin, and you picked them. You know what? I'm giving him the second entry because he did use the speculous name. Uh, so you had to use one or the other for me to get you in there twice. So there you go. Rosvita Burrows, my first time playing Pick It or Pass. Yay! Those are Springerly or speculous cookie molds. I say you picked them. I certainly would. Good for you. Oh, my hands. My hands aren't working now. This paper's starting to dry out my fingertips. Uh, we have the guys playing Caesar Varela Vintage Wood Carved Cookie Springerly Molds. Pick it. Yes, 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 yes. I love when the guys play along, especially on baking stuff. Matt, I didn't get your entry this week. I'm just saying, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, we have Mish Madison. I think they're wooden cookie molds. You can just press the design into the dough like for shortbread cookies and then cut the excess dough off. I hope you picked them up because the old cookie molds made of wood are very hard to find, at least here. 
Didn't give right word, but you know what? I'm going to give you one entry for all that. Judy Beeson, I think they're old wood cookie molds and wooden caster candy molds. I think she picked them. You're in there. Carla Sissia, wooden chocolate mold. Danny picked. They're not chocolate mold, but I did pick them. And Lisa Hensley, primitive wood butter molds or presses, and you picked them. They're not butter molds. Okay. And then one more uh, from... And I just wanted to give a shout out to Crystal Poindexter from Michigan, who uh, was her first time watching the show, but not the right answer. But Crystal, next time, say whether I picked it or passed it. You left that off and that could have got you in, even though you didn't uh, guess it correctly. And then we have uh, Steve Douch. And again, love you guys. Rhymes with couch without the E. I love it. I love it. Uh, and here's what he says. Greetings from the smoke across the pond. Oh, we are just an international show now. I love this. Love your show, smiley face. Over the Easter weekend with Storm Kate in the background, I finally managed to binge your complete series of the Niche to Profit episodes on the Vegas Video Network website. Yes. And perfect. T- I need my glasses. Perfect learning and encouragement for a dithering novice like myself. Think, I am just imagining the accent that comes along with this. It must be really cool. You know, you can send us a voice recording of that too. Can, we, can they do that? Yeah. They can do that. On the homepage of the Vegas Video Network, if you guys, instead of, on the right side, it says send us a voicemail. We can actually, you can just, you can read this to us. It would be super cool. All right. So in response to your pick it or pass it quiz, I would guess... Birch Biscuit Mold Board, and uh, at $3, yes. Didn't get the second clue, though, unless they are pine wood. I don't even remember what my second clue was, but you know what, Steve? You're in there. All right. Let's shake it up. You know, we, we need, like, like some, some shake it up music. There we go. Not quite what I had in mind, but, it, but it'll do. All right. That's what I'm talking about right there. Oh, let's see. oh this this one. Yeah, this this one. Right? This one feels good. Rosvita Burroughs, first time player, and she wins. Very good. Rosvita, what you need to do is send me an email at niche to profit at vegasvideonetwork.com niche to profit at vegasvideonetwork.com let me know what you'd like to win would you like the mug the tote or the 25 point business review and we will get that going for you okay this week's item where's my clues oh here we are okay pay attention you guys i'm giving it to you i'm totally giving it to you with these clues Their brand name is also that of a weeping arboreal plant. That right there should do it for you. The last name of the artist contains the name of the figure these guys are worshiping. Mm -hmm. $3 each was the price. Did I pick it or did I pass it? Send your answers to niche to profit at vegasvideonetwork.com niche to profit at vegasvideonetwork.com all right with that you guys i'm telling you jump on over come be an appster 
30 days. Check it out. You hate it? Leave. You don't get charged anything. 30-day free trial. Show 30. Come on over. Uh, we're doing super cool things over there and helping you make more money. I can't even tell you. I, I, have, I was going to print some of these out. Uh, we just ran a thread, and uh, the appsters were just chiming in how much better their sales are this time uh, this year than they were this time last year. Did that make sense? Yeah. Because we follow numbers. We help you track. We help you set goals. We help you make sure that you are running your business like a business and that you're making more money. And not if not every single week, every single month, every single year. Okay. That is what it's about for me is helping you guys make more money because really it's not all about the money, but man, having that money coming through in that cash flow sure does make life better, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it does. All right. Use the code SHOW30. Come on over to nichetoprofitacademy.com. Sign up. You can come binge watch the shows yourself. If you've missed an episode or two or three or 44, come on over. You can see them at the vegasvideonetwork.com website. But there are so many other places you can go, including my YouTube channel. Look for the Danny app on YouTube. Not only do I put all of the shows there, I put tips, tricks, motivation, all kinds of cool stuff. Come over, subscribe, and you'll always get notified of those. Uh, Where else? Hey, all your favorite places like iTunes, Roku, Stitcher, Chromecast. Google TV, Apple TV, Fire TV, and of course, yes, of course, the Vegas Video Network.com. <laughs> All right, guys, that completes another week of really cool stuff that you guys send in, and we'll do it all again next week. But in the meantime, go be profitable and make it fun. <laughs>